Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up? This is Shan, and this is Cozy Womb Podcast. This is Ari. Say hi. Hi. Say hi, Anya. Hi. What up? What's up? This is Shan, and this is Cozy Womb Podcast, and this is episode 67. I had to backtrack because I was scrolling through, and I'm just like, you know what? I skipped a few episodes. So, this episode is about kids and their accidents, because kids are curious little human beings, and they try things, and they fail, and it's kind of like we have to pick up the pieces of it. So, I'm going to explain and share with you guys a couple of my kids' accidents and um, what we can do to help and um, the annoying feeling of being a parent and feeling helpless. Because kids, they're going to have accidents. Not everything happens on purpose. Okay? Okay. two kids and my five-year-old she's always been the quiet reserved um always happy always in a good mood the only time she's not in a good mood is when she's sick um and you could put her in a room and sit let her sit there and play and she'll be quiet and she'll entertain herself and she was never like the crying child She could be up late at night, not making a peep, a sound. When I first had her, um, and she was a newborn, nobody knew I had a newborn in the house. Like, peaceful. Then came along (laughs) Ari, the the ruckus, the Tanzmazian, just 
tearing up stuff. Okay? And I'm just like, what? And who said the second one is a breeze? Because that was a lie. She is just a riot. She comes in. She takes over. She gets real comfortable real quick. Um, She lets her presence be known. She screams. She's very aggressive. Um, She... She'll grab you up real quick. She'll pull shirts, yank chests, um, yell. Uh, she's just very, you know, and always into something. If she's quiet, you need to go find her. So, I want to say last, was it last month? I think it was last month. Um, I, uh was in my house and I was putting on, you know, Anya's shoes and all you hear is whoop, boom, boom. And I'm just like, what? And I turn around and my chair in my kitchen is pulled down. She's under the chair and all I saw was like her head like bump up from the floor. And I'm just like, shoot. I pick up the chair I um, pick her up, and I see blood drops on the floor. And I'm like, shoot, what did you hit? Turn her around. Her face is just red, crying, screaming. I take her to the bathroom. I'm cleaning off her face to see where the blood is coming from. It's her nose. So she pulled down my my iron uh, high kitchen chair onto herself, hit the wood floor. Her face hit the um, wood floor. Um, and somewhere in between the fall, hit the chair also. Someone's like, shoot, so I'm looking at it. Um, it's not getting swollen at the moment. I'm trying to hush her, um, you know, cleaning it, um, putting some, uh, some gauze there to help stop the bleeding. Hushing, hush, hushing her. Looking at it, it's turning red. It's like, shoot. So I'm trying not to let her fall asleep. Because when kids hit their head or anything in their face, you kind of want to keep them up as much as possible. So I instantly got some Tylenol and I gave her some Tylenol because I know that was hurting her. And I'm just watching her and I'm just watching her, you know, keeping her up. So I keep her up for at least um, two hours. She relaxes and then she like falls asleep in my um, hand and I'm listening to her breathing. I call her doctor it's on a damn weekend, so <laughs> nobody's answering. And I'm just like, you know what? It's not bleeding. I don't, you know, feel nothing broken. I'm gently touching it. I'm just like, okay, okay, let me just watch her. So I'm watching her. The next day, it's kind of purple. I'm just like, shit. But she's yellow. It's like her skin is very light, light. So I'm just like, maybe it's just bruised. So um, I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her. I'm just like, nah. Let me take her um, to her doctor so they can tell me if I should go get her x-rays, if, you know, something's broken, you know, what I should do. So I get her a doctor's appointment um, later on in the week. I miss work, mind you. I'm in training um, for this new job. I was just like, shoot, like, like I gotta go, I gotta go see about her. So I take her to the doctor, which is two thirty in the afternoon. They look at her, they see her. She don't want them touching her. Um, she looks like she has a black eye. 
because where she hit it was like the bridge of her nose, um, the top of her nose, and around where her eye is. So they're checking to see if, you know, they could feel anything and it's swollen. So he was like, you know what? Um, just to correct if anything's broken, um, she would have to wear a face mask, but the sooner the better. And because she's young, it'll heal fast. Just go ahead and take her to the children's. I'm just like, shoot. That means I had to drive from College Park from her doctor's office in Georgia all the way into Dunwoody, Georgia, and midday traffic, though. But it's my baby. I have to do it. I want her to be okay. So I take the drive, and it's raining, and there's hella traffic. Get her there. They go through, like, a whole process. Put her in a little wagon. I'm waiting for her to get the um, x-rays done. When I tell you getting these x-rays was so... It was so annoying and so hard because she's so little and she doesn't like doctors, period. She doesn't like seeing you in a white long coat coming in the room and like somewhere not smelling like anything. So um, she was already having a fit. Then the way that they had to hold her because it was her head, they had to hold her head still at different angles. She was annoyed. She was screaming. She was hot. She was, um, I had to take her clothes off um above where they were x-raying her they had to hold her head a certain way it looked like they were being rough with her but they really weren't they were just trying to get the angle um and do the countdown so they could get the picture and so they could take a look at where her nose is and because of that angle they needed to see certain sides and to see if someone's broken they do all the x-rays which takes about 20 30 minutes for the x-rays the wait before i went to go take the x-rays was like um, 30 minutes. Then, after they take the x-rays, they can't even tell me what the x-rays show. So, the lady take, lets me get her dress, takes her out, and they give her, like, a balloon. She likes balloons. They give her a balloon, walks me out, um, and she was like, okay, and then she just dips. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm like, who's gonna tell me what's going on? So, I, I go to the, the desk in the middle, and I'm just like, so, um, my daughter got her x-rays. Who is going to tell me if something's broken, what, what I do next? So the lady goes, they didn't tell you? Girl, if they did, if they did tell me, I want to be talking to you. I want to go home. So I was like, no. So she takes me to the counter of where I waited for them to take me in to get the x-rays for her. And they're just like, um, oh, her physician's going to call her in a few days and tell her. What? Like, that type of stuff, I feel like, as a parent, you want to know ASAP. There shouldn't be, like, a wait that I have to wait a few days to hear back on if there's something in her face that's broken or not. Why do I have to wait a few days? So, that was irritating. So, I just got pissed, and I just, I was like, all right, I just left. Went to the parking lot, um, put her in the, uh, the car or whatever, um... Uh, I'm going back and forth with her dad because he you know he has like a set okay. He has like a set um day to see her and that it's on the day um that he's supposed to see her or whatever and I'm just like you can meet me at the hospital because this is an emergency if you want to get her, you know, earlier. He was like, No, I can't um be at a certain place, blah 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 blah. 
I more so think it was like he didn't want to take that drive all the way to Dunwoody to get her. So I'm just like, fine, whatever. I said, I can meet you um, here and you can take her if you want. So we agreed on a spot to meet um, at like eight something. Um, and I gave him to her and I just told him, you know, watch for her face. Um, do this, don't do this, whatever. So the doctor called me back and it was like, okay, there's nothing broken. But just um, watch her and make sure she's not, you know, playing rough and uh, just keep giving her the Tylenol. So, Anya, put up those beads. Playing with beads and it's 9:24, and I wake up at 4:45 and she's gonna get up at 4:45 a.m. with me and she's gonna be really upset um, that I'm waking her up but she won't go to sleep but I already put her to sleep at um what it was at 8:45 so okay that's it's gonna be on her in the morning but anyway so I'm just watching her I get her back um, and I take the girls to the library and <laughs> we taking pictures and it just looked like I'm just over here beating on my kid because she has like a black eye and I'm just like, oh no. So people see looking at her and you can see them like sec- take a second look and look at her face and just look at me like, why your kid got a black eye? But they're not asking me because that's none of their business and they don't want to seem nosy, but they are being nosy. But yeah, so I went through that. That was kind of scary. And I just know from that and Ari climbing on things and Ari um, always standing on the edge of something that she's going to be that kid that's going to give me a run for my money. She's going to be that kid that takes it to the next level and risk it all. She's going to be that kid probably in a cast because she was being extra. Every kid is different. You know, I have five brothers and my younger brother was the one that's always doing extra stuff swallowing screws swallowing coins swallowing card pieces chewing up all his pencils that's how you knew his pencils was his because it has chew marks all over it kids do weird things kids put weird things in their mouth um for instance Anya's going to a sitter right now and the sitter has two puppies a cat and other kids there but at the same time I know that I can't have I'm not reading the story because it's very late and you're going to be tired in the morning. Go to your bed. Um, I just know Ari can't be there because Ari's the type of child that's going to see something, taste it, swallow it, then bring it to you if it's nasty. And I just can't have her there with all of that going on. So um, that's why they can't go to the same temporary sitter right now, being that Anya's school is out. So I'm just like, you know what? Between me and her dad, we're going to have to figure out what, where she's going to go, what daycare she's going to go to, because I'm through on my options. I'm always a person to figure out who's watching Ari, what daycare Ari's going to go to, um, what we're going to do right, with this emergency. Now is kind of getting to the point where he's, you know, stepping up and having Ari when I can't, you know, figure out things with Ari. And I completely appreciate it. Yes, it's something he should do because that's her dad. But at the same time, I'm just not used to him 
figuring out what to do, Ari, but I completely appreciate it because it is helping me right now, even though it's not a daycare, even though it's not a sitter, I know, I know that Ari's with her dad, you know what I'm saying, and I hope that he will keep extra eyes on her and, you know, do what she needs, so for right now, that's going to work, but when it comes to curious kids, you just have to prep, and for right now, whenever Ari's at my house, like, I didn't even move my chairs back. My chairs are against the um, the bar and against the French doors in my, in my kitchen. Because I don't want her pulling them down. I don't want her to be nowhere near them. So now I could put my chairs back around the table, being that she's not here. And it's just me and Anya. But at the same time, you just have to prep the environment for your child. I have never... Um, childproof a home for any of my kids because it's more so if you don't introduce them to an area they're not going to be in it if they don't sit there and watch you go in and out of something they shouldn't be in it Anya was never the one to go into cabinets never open doors never unlock bottles or anything like that Ari on the other hand she's a curious one and she likes to go in things so I kind of dummy proof with her and put certain things through uh handles so she can't open it in the kitchen I don't let them play in my kitchen I don't let them run in my kitchen um as far as like corners on things I just move things further into a room so it's not right there at the corner they're still gonna run they're still gonna run into walls um, Ari's not as tall as running into knobs, so I'm not really worried about her running into knobs. But at the same time, I just make sure that things are double locked, you know what I'm saying? Things are uh, super put away around her. And that's all you can do with kids, you know. I do believe that Ari's going to be my I-need-bail-money-stash baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she's always pushing it she's always being super aggressive she's always um being super curious Anya's kind of like you know she's a punk when it comes to that she's gonna want to try it but she's not gonna go for it because she knows she's gonna get in trouble arguing the other hand she's gonna go for it she's gonna look you in the eye as she's going for it so you just have to know your kid and um prepare for them to be around and don't keep things in their reach and uh, tell them no, you know, tap them hands when they touch it anyway, and discipline them so they understand that, you know, that's not a good thing for me to do because X, Y, and Z happened last time. You have to let kids know that. So that's the only thing you could do when it comes to kids and accidents. I mean, accidents are going to happen, but as long as you teach them through the accident, you should be okay. As long as you prep before an accident does happen, you should be okay. And you better keep your first aid kit. Keep some band-aids in the car. Um, keep some alcohol wipes. Keep a stash of um, Tylenol, Benadryl, um, Benadryl cream, uh, uh, peroxide alcohol, gauze, um, and a whole bunch of um, uh, band-aids. Okay? And make them cute. You know, everybody always comes to me for band-aids. I've been having band-aids before I had kids. So, just prep. That's the only thing you can do when it comes to kids and accidents is just prep. You know, her pulling down the chair was something I completely could not foresee. 
it's just something that happened. I dealt with it. She's okay now. Nothing's broken. Um, there's no scarring. She has no more black eyes. So <laughs> I look like a good mother now. <laughs> Before, you know, my friends is like, oh, here comes the lady in the clipboard. <laughs> because she had a black eye. But now, you know, it's gone. But, you know, that clipboard joke is pretty funny. But I don't know. What do y'all do to um, prep for y'all kids when it comes to accidents and things? Curious. My name is Shan. I get it. Completely get it. And, you know, these are our kids. And, you know, in order to have a cozy life, we just got to keep our eyes on them. Okay? This is Cozy Womb. Thank you for listening. I'm out. Ready to start this week, okay? And y'all enjoy y'all New Year's. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.